This is the second part of the teaching, Obstinacy, Barrier to the Union of Sorrows, given by Lourdes Pinto to the Missionaries of the Cross on February 2, 2023. So I would like to get into now the emotions. I asked you to review the teaching I had given you back in November. And I'll go over some key points maybe for your discussion tonight. But I'd like to enter with you tonight, specifically the emotion of sorrow. The last verse of Mark chapter 6, verse 6 of the story of the obstinacy of the people of Nazareth is this. The scriptures say, meaning Jesus, and he marveled because of their unbelief. The obstinacy of the people of Nazareth, Jesus's hometown, pierced his heart with deep sorrow. Obstinacy is a barrier to suffering with Christ his sorrows. Therefore, obstinacy becomes an obstacle to live as God's victim soul, which is anchored in our ability to suffer the pain of the heart of God. In 1907, the Lord told Conchita some powerful words concerning the emotion of sorrow. He said to her, the mystery, meaning the mystery that we celebrated yesterday, the presentation, which is being celebrated today, concretizes your mission. The constant offering in your heart of the victim that it be immolated on behalf of the world. The sorrow that comes about is a holy sorrow, sublime, chosen, and most pure. Since the creature does not undergo its seeking itself, but suffers solely on account of my suffering, here you have the perfection of sorrow and love. End of quote. Jesus, at the beginning of the simple path to union with God, brings each of us to discover our wounds. This is the beginning process of the purification of our sorrows. The diamond in the rough is found in the core of our wound. The diamond is the pure sorrow that is covered with the, con with the contamination of repressed anger, resentments, disorders, lies, fears, etc. Therefore, our wounds become the place of an encounter with Christ. Our pure sorrow becomes the means for us to touch the sorrows of the God-man. Listen carefully, my brothers. The goodness and mercy of Ava have turned our wounds into the place where redemption touches us and transforms us. Therefore, our wounds are not meant to just be healed 
but to become the place of our transformation. Each of you are going to become Christ crucified, holy, pure, transformed men through your wounds. This is why the missionaries of the cross and mothers of the cross must have the docility and courage to persevere in living the process of the simple path, which is the path of entering Christ crucified to become one with him. Jesus, the God-man, is the man of sorrows, my brothers. He was despised and shunned by others, a man of sorrows who was no stranger to suffering. Isaiah 53, verse 3. As the God-man, he not only gives himself totally by shedding every drop of his blood for us, but he also receives all our wounds, brokenness, and sins. His life of total giving and receiving from the incarnation becomes his continuous interior state of sorrow for our redemption. Now, I know I'm saying a lot here, my brothers, and a lot of things that are very deep. But try to to really receive this, and, and then you're going to have to take these notes to heart. I'll continue, Father Jordy, in the notes. He remains on earth in the Eucharist as the man of sorrows, fully present in silence. Only in silence can we encounter the man of sorrows. Only in the silence of Eucharistic adoration can we choose to remain with him as his spouse or brother to adore, thank, bless, caress, embrace, console, and love him. Only in silence can we process our sins, my brothers disorders, reactions, and emotions to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the work of our redemption. Mary, from the moment of the incarnation, participates in Jesus' sorrows for humanity. Therefore, she is the mother of sorrows. This participation in the sorrows of Jesus is a profound interior state of union and intimacy with Christ. The man of sorrows is the identity of the missionaries of the cross. As the mother of sorrows is the identity of the mothers of the cross. To become one with the man of sorrows, men must be willing to be stripped of all their human glory. Prestige, good name, honor, power. They must be willing to live despised and rejected in the eyes of the world. This purification by fire, the cross, is very difficult for all men. And very few will be willing to undergo it. But that's who you are. The Lord taught us. January 20th, 2022. 
he said to us, the purification of the human heart can only be accomplished through divine grace obtained through my death and resurrection. It requires a soul to allow my grace to unveil her many patterns of sin clothed in false piety and goodness. That is why, my brothers, I was saying your obstinacy can even be hidden in false piety. I hear sometimes from, and this happens with women too, can go out with other people and you're the nice men, the nice guys. Everybody loves you. Then you come home and with those closest to you, it's a different thing. There's a problem. And this happens with women also. We can be one way outside and another way inside. If we see that, if anybody in our homes tells us, Lourdes, you're so nice out there, but boy, you're a grouch all the time at home. I've got to look at that. Because there's still a lack of authenticity. Therefore, this is an area we all need to work in. But I feel that the Lord tonight wanted me to stress with you, my beloved brothers and spiritual sons, the area of obstinacy. I feel that the Lord wants each of you to go deep. For you, for the liberation of your families, and for the church. As we enter the union with sorrows, we are called as victim souls, men and women, to suffer the profound sorrows of the Lord for the darkness, especially in the church. The Lord has specifically said to us to live the union of sorrows for the most obstinate that are in danger of going to hell. That is a mission that the Lord has specifically given us as mothers and missionaries of the cross. Therefore, for each of you to live this mission, you must have the courage to see any obstinacy in your own hearts and bring it to the light and fight against it with the woman or the women specifically in your lives. So I go to the question now. What is the difference between holy sorrow and the human emotion of sorrow? There is a difference between holy sorrow and human sadness. Sorrow lived with Christ and in Christ for the good of others is a state of union with God. Sadness is focused on self. Whereas holy sorrow is focused on Christ. Sadness is an emotion that comes and goes. Usually we are sad if we have a desire or expectation 
and it didn't come that way, we can feel sadness. If somebody hurts us, it's about us, what they did to me, I feel sadness. So sadness comes and goes. Holy sorrow, listen carefully, is a permanent state of perfect union with Christ rooted in selfless love in which the soul chooses to remain solely for love. Sadness and happiness are opposite emotions. Sorrow and joy are lived together as one in the heart of Christ. This is what your sisters are living now profoundly in our community. We have entered these teachings on sorrows for the last few months. And I felt that it was time for me to come to you (laughs) to also move our men along in this emotion of sorrow that is so much at the identity of who we are. I continue in the notes, Father. In the second nail of crucifixion, Jesus teaches us to be attentive to our sadness, not react and process it in his heart to live the emotion for his purpose. For example, on January 20th, 2022, he explained this to us. They, meaning emotions, are integrated into me so that through your denial of self, that is reacting from them, they are lived solely to please me. Your emotions serve only to suffer with me and console me. And let me give you an example. Listen carefully to that. The Lord wants us not to react from our emotions. As we begin to live the second nail of crucifixion, the first thing we're all going to discover is how much we react from our emotions. It's so much a part of us, okay? And the Lord is telling us that he wants us to process all our emotions in him so that they serve only for his good, to please him, to suffer with me and console me. So Father Jordy gave me permission to share this example with you. He was speaking to me today. And he said, Lourdes, I feel holy indignation to what's happening in the church. Holy anger. To see what's going on with our bishops, cardinals the acceptance of things we've had in the church consider considering um, homosexual marriage that are now wanting to be approved by bishops, cardinals, um, Germany's a mess. And Father Jordi is feeling holy anger. That's a good thing. We're going to talk. We're going to spend many weeks just talking about the emotion of anger. But I had this to explain to Father today. I said, okay, Father, 
that's an emotion and that's a good emotion, holy anger. So the Lord is asking you, Father, to bring that emotion to him. So the question becomes, I'm feeling this. What do you want me to do with this anger, Jesus? And there's two things when we speak about holy anger. First, the Lord taught us in the second nail of crucifixion that the Holy Spirit will use holy anger as the sails of the boat to push it to act according to God's will to confront something that God wants you to confront to make it right. So I asked Father, is God asking you to confront Pope Francis? Is he asking you to confront the bishops? No. So that's not the reason. So what does God want Father Jordy to do with that holy anger? To just complain about the church and what's happening? No. There's something deeper in that holy anger that God wants from our beloved Father Jordy. Underneath holy anger is profound sorrow. The sorrow of the heart of God, the groans. If you go deep in any just anger you have, you will encounter and discover a profound pain of sorrow. And the Lord was asking Father Jordy, go deeper into your anger and get in touch with my pain and sorrow. And enter that sorrow through your anger for the church. And suffer that sorrow with me as grace for my church, for my bride. That is a missionary of the cross, entering the sorrow with Christ to work an interior work that is the hidden force that has the power to change the world, my brothers. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.